Welcome to Lingerie Lowdown, the podcast. Your weekly opportunity to tune in and listen to the best review team online, taking time out to chat with you and each other about everything lingerie. Our incredible team have reviewed over 7,000 reviews so they know what they're talking about. Every week is different, from chatting about their favorite brands of hosiery to educating you about playing safe when delving into the world of kinkwear for the first time. So for open and frank talk on all topics surrounding the world of lingerie, you're in the right place. Enjoy today's episode. Hello, Lingerie Lowdown viewers. I'm Danny, And I'm Miss Blackroom. And you are watching our Prosecco podcast, or you might be listening to it. We're filming it, so there's an option. Um, we have spent a whole day doing reviews. Um, yes, you arrived have. at mine about 11 o'clock today. Yeah. And it's now, what time is it, like 7? 8. 8 o'clock. <laughs> so, yeah. So, it's 8 o'clock, and we are going to do... A little video and a little podcast of us just chatting, which we've been doing mostly yes. throughout our reviews anyway, but we are doing it with Prosecco because I feel like we have earned it. I do think we've earned it today. Cheers. Do you like Cheers. the glasses? They're really pretty. My friend bought me these. So she works, uh, she's an estate agent and the estate agent also has an interiors company. Mm. They're called McGlashans. And uh, <laughs> she bought them for me. She had some and uh, I like them. So she got them for me, but they're a little bit vintage. They are, oh, like, which is kind of leads us on to today's topic. Did you see what I did there. I did. <laughs> that was an amazing segue. I like it. I actually thought you were going to tell me they were vintage. No, I have got many a vintage glass. These are not those. But you know what? That's good about these. They bounce because I've dropped them a couple of times and I've gone no, and they bounced and they are glass. But um, I just bought some really nice vintage ones that have got little green clovers on them. Oh, gorgeous! Yeah, my mum's the one actually. So. She's brilliant at a charity shop or a car boot sale. Mm. And she always finds stuff. Like, I go to it, though. I suppose I live in East London. The charity shop's a bit crap. But she goes. and she, I mean, all, most of my glasses in my, in my um, cocktail cabinet, my 1960s cocktail cabinet, are, um, are vintage. Even, like, my, like, juice glasses and stuff. They're just mm. nicer. Yeah. And that's what I think vintage does. Hmm. Everything nowadays is kind of made in a mould in a factory and they like mass produce hundreds and hundreds of things. No real design goes into stuff. It's cheap, it's cheerful, it's Ikea, it's, you yeah. know. No real thought. No, it's like, and I suppose if people, you know, people buy a house and they have to get stuff and they can only afford to go and buy box stamp. But then over the years, I don't remember my first house, I bought a, a big set of glasses from, I think, Argos and it was like, had wine glasses which were stupid little shaped ones all the different glasses you could get basically they're like 20 quid um but as you get older and as you you know you start buying and you replace don't you yeah so now i i yeah i try and replace everything vintage i've had in lockdown i replace all my furniture and apart from the sofa's new but it looks vintage everything else is pretty much vintage in here apart from my dining table i need to do see i've got a massive eclectic mix in my house but mm. i have a lot that came from charity shops that is vintage furniture mm beautiful art deco dressing table mm. um yeah I, I do try to spend a lot on and it, it, i say a lot it's not a lot actually because i've got an amazing drinks cabinet that is actually worth a lot more than i paid for it and i mm. got it out of british heart foundation and only paid oh, 20 pounds so there is a sofa in the british heart foundation in norwich there's a sofa 
and I think it's got two chairs and it's it's really a bit it's kitsch it's pink it looks it's like and it was like 80 quid and if I could fit it in my car I'd have bought it back here I would have <laughs> I live in London and it was like I can't have it you're going to buy it now aren't you I'll be sad mm. I'll come to your house and sit on it mm. I'll be like I'm sitting on it you've mentioned it now yeah it, honestly it's so nice and it's perfect, even if you've got a conservatory or something, it's perfect, like, you know, it's, it wouldn't be like a comfortable, like, lounge out sofa, nor's mine. My, mm. The reason my sofa's small is because I do photo shoots in here and I need the space. Um, but I live alone, so. Yeah. I think my sofa's one of the only things that is new, actually, and I regret doing that. But when I was hunting around charity shops, I just couldn't find something I liked. Mm. I recently went to a boot sale with a friend. I literally came back with four carrier bags full of what most people would say is tacky crap, but... What's that thing? One man's treasure is another man's rubbish, or the other way around, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think so. It's like that. But this is the thing: um, things were built to last. Then things mm. had style. They had substance. They were, like you said, the design was thought about. Didn't just come out of the mold. There wasn't five hundred of them. No, I mean even 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 things that were, there's still design went into them. Like mm. I love like kitsch retro styles, like. I love the fifth. I mean, I love forties for fashion and style. I love the fifties, which goes a bit more kind of rockabilly and a little bit more pinup than the forties. So forties is very more austere, mm. and then the fifties was a little bit more fun mm. in fashion. And then I love the seventies, and I love seventies fashion. I'm just the sixties. I'm not really into, but I love seventies clothes and I love seventies furniture. Yeah, sixties are kind of. I'm with you actually. I love forties. I've got a nineteen thirties wedding dress. Oh, wow, I've got 1960s wedding dress, me saying I don't like the 60s, but wow, yeah, yeah. bought it for 20 pounds from a from a, I think it was a York Hall, it's a, a Judy's vintage fair. I do mean to keep coming down to come down actually come and go down. to the ones in London. I'll go with you, it's literally down the road from where I live. Yeah, I will do that. Um, but yeah, I've got I've got 30s, love 40s, love 50s. Um, yeah, 60s is not really my thing. I think I've only ever found one thing um, mm. from the 60s I liked and I never bought it and I wish I had it done. I think but I do have some 60s, 90s. I have got some, like, they were very frilly, weren't they? So mm. kind of after the 50s, because even the 50s, it, they weren't that flouncy as in like nightwear. It was, mm. but yeah, I've got a couple of 60s, 90s I love. And then 70s, I've got, I mean, I've got one and I think it, it looks like something you'd got in CNA and it's like this pink and I bought it from Judy's and it was pink mesh and it's actually got a tear in one leg and i keep meaning to put just so a bit ribbon down and get away with it but it came with a matching like dressing gown it's like 15 pounds mm. and it's it looks like a blancmange it's so ugly that it's just beautiful see this is what i love about the 70s because the 70s took a really ugly fabric and went Do you know what we're going to make something out of that and it's going to be pretty i have got the most ugliest bright pink dress that looks like it's got mushrooms on it in another color of pink from the 70s and I love I it. I want to see, please send me a picture. And every time I wear it, you can just see people looking at me like, where the hell did you get that? I bet with your skin colouring though, you would really pull off that 70s look. I just like, love I the think 70s. It, those floating, like, cause I've got a few long floating dresses and yeah. stuff and I love them in the summer and they're not practical cause I'm short and I trip over. But <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, they're yeah. perfect for like, if someone's having a wedding or something, you're like, don't yeah. wear like, I can, I can, I can eat cause it's floating. Yes. <laughs> but it still looks nice. I, I love the 70s and the 70s are great in, in the winter because it's all polyester that stuff weren't made to breathe so if you want to be warm and you want to wear a dress yeah. in the winter go and get yourself a 70s dress because you'll be you warm need to go vintage shopping so i thought we've been talking about vintage, but today we are actually going to talk about vintage fashions um and vintage 
clothing and why we like it so much. So I think both of us love the pin-up style. Yeah. So, I mean, a big fan of Betty Page and the pin-up girls and burlesque and Marilyn Monroe and like, you know, the golden age of Hollywood. And yeah. like, I just think there's something romantic about those ages. I think the way people were, the way people lived the life, and I suppose after the war, where people really remembered to be appreciative for what they have, the fact that they were alive, the fact that, you know, they can now afford clothes, the fact that, you know, they have food on the table. People now, I think, want too much. They expect too much. They think it should be given to them on a plate. And I think, and everything's like fast fashion and like, yeah. you know, and you can buy so much because people don't care. They don't think, right, I want to, this needs to last. I'm going to buy this or I'm going to make this and it needs to last me because I can't keep buying because there's not the money now it's like oh let's just have that i'll have that and things now can be so cheap because it's so mm. mass produced mm. they might some stuff might last mostly it won't and even if it did you're probably only going to wear it for a little bit and then you're going to chuck it because something new will come and you'll want to buy new stuff because we're spoiled basically yeah. i think yeah i'm not i'm not saying i don't want to be spoiled i like having these options but i think older stuff it the fabrics yeah were nice the stitching was nice a lot of stuff was handmade i've got a handmade um 50s peach dressing gown that you can see that's been handmade with the buttons that stitch it's just been but it's exquisitely made yeah i took a few bits to a dressmaker recently vintage bits and she was really excited because she's like i always use you work on wedding gowns so it's really nice she loves vintage um so it was really nice she said it's really nice for me to work on vintage and she bought out and she said i'm just going to show you this because i know you're going to appreciate it and someone had taken in like an old duster coat um, from the 1930s and now this piece of fabric apart from the lining this piece of engineering it was amazing it oh, was stuck wow. it was peach it was satin it was in the most it was probably silk actually it was in the most amazing condition apart from the lining and whoever had taken it in, in, into it just wanted her to reline it it was exquisite and I, I just think there's just something about it that was made to last. You know, like you said about night dresses. I've got a couple of 70s little night dresses. They were just made to last. Mm. They wouldn't, they, you'd know, they were not new for the style. But other than that, quality wise. I've got one and it's, um, it's orange layered, like, um, not chiffon, not like a, yeah, I suppose like a chiffon. And it's layered and it's, I mean, it's not really sexy because I, I think it's a, a few sizes too big for me, but it's fine. It's kind of got this frilly thing that goes over there. It stays up. It's got no shape to it because it is just this thing. But the fact that even with those, it's a little bit see-through. It's something sexy. You can see your mm. silhouette inside it and you can see a bit of nipple, even though it's like, you know, it's not made to be sexy, but I love it. Like those old Hammer Horror movies where it's always the girl in the 90s, isn't it? And yeah. Which, I don't know. It's, it's just a different time. It's a different time. And, and it's not that I dislike modern sexiness, mm. but I did, I do very much love that era where it was sexy glamorous it was it was demure glamorous it and demure sexy yes not like yeah like, it didn't have to be overtly you didn't have to be like right i'm here in my underwear which i mean i was a fan model for a long time i went out in my underwear yeah but yeah. you know it wasn't trashy sexy it was just sexy yeah and people the effort people put in now i'm all for equality and i'm all for you know women and men getting paid the same and doing the jobs they should be paid the same the levels of skill but i do think the way women i don't think we should have to dress up for men i don't think we should have to put on makeup for men i don't think we should have to do all this stuff for no. men but i also think if if 
I mean, in every species, not just humans, usually it's the man that has to do like the show, like a peacock or whatever. Yeah. They have to do the show for the, to attract the women. If we don't attract each other and we don't put, no one puts in the effort, people will stop breeding. Mm. Human race will die out. That wouldn't be the worst thing. I'm not a fan of humans, really. No. I like animals. Um, I like animals. I'm yeah. not a big fan of the human race. So I don't, it wouldn't really bother me. No. It wouldn't happen in my lifetime. No. I'm already not breeding. Apparently, so. apparently, it's funny you should mention that because apparently it is already on the decline. Yeah. They do think that the way modern society has become, that it's already on the decline. Yeah. Like if men stop fancying women, women stop fancying men, they won't, the birds and the bees won't do the thing. And no. then we will end. And, as much, and I'm with you. As much as I want equality, I do, I do sometimes harp after that old fashioned glamour and style and it wasn't yeah. just men like I like it, it was men and I, and, I yeah. do, and I like yeah the way men dressed yeah so I had an ex and when I met him and he would I'm still really good friends with him and he would literally he, he phoned up earlier yeah. we chatted to him earlier um he came to me dressed in like g-star jeans with handles and I was like uh-uh and I really got him into the vintage scene and I got him to some Judy's things and I took him to a few like the vintage car boots that I have mm. and he loved it and he ended up buying like t loads of tweed and he is now one of the best dressed people or men I know he grew like the moustache with a little kid it was ginger I mean he's six foot five and he had this biking thing over you yeah. and you know what he says to me now he's like do you know what you sent me out into the world and like much more styled and I was like oh, yeah I did but yeah I mean we're still very good friends and um yeah I feel like I I've done that for like, the world. Done yeah. a bit of food. And there's yeah. nothing more attractive than a dapper dressed gentleman, is there? Uh, and then a man who is a gentleman, a man who doesn't mind yeah. opening a door for Not you a chauvinist. Yeah. There's nothing chauvinistic about opening a door. Or, oh, this is another thing I used to do to him. If he we went somewhere in the car, I'd just sit in the car and wait for him to come open the door. And then, because at first, he, I would could be sitting there for a while. And then he clicked, and now he opens car doors. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. That's the thing. It's a nice touch. I I do hark after those times. Enjoying the conversations today? Well, we wanted to take a short break to tell you more about our website. Are you looking to treat a loved one or yourself to some new lingerie or hosiery and don't know where to start? Let the most diverse team of presenters from across the globe introduce you to more than 500 brands as we publish new and exclusive reviews every day. In fact, we have over 7,000 reviews available online right now and you can join us from only $9.99 a month. However, we want to treat you to something a little special for listening to our podcast today. Use the promo code podcast to get 10% off the purchase price. Best of all, there's no time limit with this code, so you can keep using it when you renew your membership. So after listening to the rest of the podcast, head on over to lingerielowdown.com forward slash join and use the promo code podcast today. Thanks for listening. Now let's get back to the podcast. I used, to, I used to love watching old movies with my granddad. We used to sit and go on about how beautiful the women were and how stylish and how pretty. Um, I mean, do you watch The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel? Oh, no, I haven't seen Oh, that. my God, it's incredible. So it's about a comedian in the 50s. So she has a husband, he cheats, 
they have the like the per he's the perfect wife like he wants to be a comedian he goes to this club to do comedy he's a bit crap she gets him his spot by taking brisket into the the people that work there um they end he ends up cheating she drinks and then she goes into that club and she grabs the microphone and she is funnier than he's ever been and it's, it's and then it's about the rise of her career as a comedian and then her juggling her life obviously they've got kids it's the 50s um you know it's it's just incredible like she doesn't take him back then it's you know it's all of it i mean it's so good and her, the style the clothes yeah are incredible she wears hats all the time and i really yeah. want to be a hat person but they don't really work for me are you not a hat person i don't really sit i've got some hats but it's like i don't know how to wear hats i don't really know the, pra the practicality of my life is i say like i love all this vintage stuff i live in jeans and a t-shirt and mm. like chunky boots and you know I'm with you because sometimes I feel like I'm a bit of a fraud because sometimes I I'll wear all this finished stuff in shoots and I roll my hair and I do. I live, can't really do your hair. And I love doing hair is hard. Mm. I can only roll it. I can't do anything else. I tried a poodle the other day and I was just like, no, that's not gonna work. Mm. Um, need hairdresser. Yes, we do. Um, and sometimes I feel like a bit of a fraud because yeah, most of the time. I mean, I live in a tiny little village right by the sea. Um, and I did roll my hair once and went down the local calf and you'd think I'd chopped my arm off yeah i do feel like sometimes if you put in that little bit of effort you look overdone compared to everyone else like yeah. even now going out like where you'd wear a dress to go to a bar or, or yeah. something if i wear a dress to go to a bar i look like everyone else is in jeans and t-shirts or the theater like where people mm. used to have to dress up now the theater they don't and i last went to theater not so long ago i went to mary poppins which was incredible but we'd been walking around london all day doing touristy stuff so we were in jeans and t-shirt because it wouldn't have been practical to come home and get changed yeah. and go back up. But I still made sure my makeup was done and, you know, I had a nice handbag and, you know. Do you not feel like that's a shame? Yes. I feel like it's a shame. If I go out now yeah. and I'm surrounded by people in jeans and... Because you look like a weirdo when you're wearing a dress, which is what you're supposed to be wearing. Yeah, and I'm kind of like, God, that's a shame. It's such a shame. If you're going out in tr tr trainers and jeans, when are you dressing up? When are you feeling special? When are you feeling a million dollars? When mm. is someone looking at you like you're a goddess, which is how you should be looked at? Yeah, not when I'm in jeans and t-shirt. No, you know, and, and that's the thing, I'm a bit like you. I must admit, most of the time I'm, I'm dressed like hell. And then every now and again, I have a bit of a kickback where I'm like, you know what? I don't care what I don't care if you're all looking at me. I'm going to walk around this village in something really fancy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I do think I do I do wish it was a different time. I must admit I don't particularly like this whole movement of we're just going to go out in jeans and trainers and we're not going to wear dresses and yeah. and like I said I'm all for equality and I just think but and, and we shouldn't be doing it. But for you men. should feel good about yourself. Yeah, and like, I feel good in jeans and t-shirt. I have no issue with me in jeans and t-shirt. But no. if I'm going out on a I'm like, part of that is, you know, when you're younger and you're getting ready to go up, that's part of the whole experience is the getting yeah. ready and the, you know, okay, so we're not, maybe when you're younger, you're out, you probably are on the pool, you're trying to, like, I'm not, so it's not, but it shouldn't be about that, it should be about you. Do you know what, it's never been about like that for me, even when I was younger, it never was about, like, I need to attract a man, and now... I, and I think this is what uh, maybe some men don't understand, and um, correct me if I'm wrong, men, when you say to a woman, well, I prefer you with no makeup on, and you wonder why she gets care. upset, is because 
never in my life if I sat there and put my makeup on for a man. Mm. I don't wear a dress for a man. I don't get dressed for a man. And I know some women do. And if you do, that's absolutely fine. That's totally your prerogative. But that's never been what it's been about for me. No. Um, but I think I might have, when I was younger, I might, not for men, but I might have got dressed yeah. up because I wanted other people to think I looked yeah. good. Whereas now, honestly, couldn't care less what no. people think no, I about don't anything in no. my life i'm like do you like it cool if you don't like it really nice skin off my nose um the only problem the only, and you know people don't like stuff you know only certainly them cause themselves a problem because i'm happy living doing my thing the way i see it and this didn't come from me this came from a friend of mine called dan meredith if you're not friends family financing me or fucking me <laughs> your opinion doesn't matter That's right, so true. if you don't like it so the four f's jog on yeah I like that. Yeah, and that's the way I see it. You know, if you're not a close friend, you're not family, you're not financing me, you're not fucking me, then why does your opinion matter to me? It doesn't. Even so, part of those people doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, and to be fair, you could still be part of that group and I'd still tell you to jog on. So, yeah, it doesn't matter. And it shouldn't matter. And and that's the thing. I think sometimes when, like we were just saying, when we go out and we feel a little bit overdressed, you've got to kind of remember that. You've got to kind of think, do you know what? life is very short and you're a long time dead you know and i don't want to get to 90 and sit there and think oh my god i wish i'd worn the dress i'm nearly there <laughs> <laughs> you're nearly at 90. <laughs> you're nearly sitting there going i should have worn the dress mm. Mm. you should eat the cake mm. eat the cake <laughs> i'm always on the diet i'm always on a diet but i should eat the cake mm. i'm always on a diet but yeah the thing is i never used to be on a diet and I lost my dog before lockdown, or in lockdown, and then lockdown, the gyms were closed. It's just those th little things, and, and there's too much vegan food that's ready made now. Mm. Too much vegan stuff on the market, they need to stop and <laughs> make me go back to eating vegetables and lentils, in which case I'll be skinny. Because I'm sure I used to drink more Prosecco then as well. I don't really drink that much now, but. Well, this is made where you're going wrong. Maybe <laughs> you need to drink more. Drink more, eat less. Exactly. Mm. The yeah. more Prosecco you drink, probably the less you want to eat. So maybe this is where you're going wrong. I don't think it's like I don't want to eat. I think I just forget to eat. And it's like... Well, this is the thing, isn't it? You're drinking Prosecco, you forget to eat. You know, it's just win-win. Yeah, I mean, there's that. Lockdown <laughs> was hard on us all, though. I must admit. Mm. I actually liked it. Do you know what? So did I. I was one of these people where everyone was going, oh my God, I'm finding it really hard. And I was like, oh, I really feel for you. And then I was sitting at home going, I am loving life. I'm like going down the beach. The beach is absolutely yeah. empty because no one's well, here. Well, I ran away to my my friends. Um, he, he used to live in my complex and then he moved up north to get on the house, property ladder. And he's five minute walk and you're on the beach. So when he was going to have to lock down on his own, I was going to have to lock down my own. And I, in London, being stuck in London by yourself in my little flat with even the gym closed. There's lots of parks around, but I was like, he's like, just come to mine. Like, you've got a bedroom. We're locked down together. You stay here. So I went out there for a few months and I loved it. And I, I, and I was running 10K every day and I keep popping up on my Facebook feed this week. And it's mm -hmm. like, you ran 10K. And I was like, <laughs> I'm like, Jay. Um, Sunday I ran three and I was like, oh, this is hard. That's a long time. But I haven't run more than one for a very long time. Do you know what? Um, I used to do mud runs quite regularly and I went to the gym recently I've done one. and I switched the running machine on jog. I must have done 30 seconds, maybe a minute. Do you want to do a gung-ho with me where you do the bouncy castle run? Oh, yes. It's like 5k, 
but you, it's all like bouncy. Uh, yes. like, I don't mean like just bounce course, it's like really like cool yeah. obstacle course. We should do one. Yeah, let's do let's it. Let's do one. Yeah, I love an obstacle course race. I, I, did yeah. a, I did the mini tough mud at the 5k, you've done the big one, haven't you? I've done, I've done yeah, I'm not, I'm not really electrocuted and I don't really like mud. I got electrocuted. Yeah, but uh, you were like in the Air Force. Yeah, but this was a long time after the Air Force. Yeah, but you obviously like pain. <laughs> <laughs> no, the thing is, I hate pain and I hate running. This is the thing. But what happened? So the reason I did I I did this Tough Mudder is I joined, the, I'm not going to name them, but I joined this fitness group. Um, I lost some weight. They put their prices up, so I had to leave. Then they were doing this Tough Mudder thing for, challenge, for charity. So I went back and ran with this group. But you i don't know about you but looking stupid is a really good motivator for me so i didn't want to go back to this group of people going oh yeah i've left you but now look at me i've got a load of weight so i was like i've left you but look at me i'm fitter than you now so i trained <laughs> my literal ass off for that because i just thought i am not going back to these people and looking stupid and yeah and we raised 30 that was like a younger me because now i don't care so much but yeah i remember doing a school trip and it was a Adventure International, like I love the thought of being outdoorsy and being adventurous and doing all, like, I mean, I'll hike and I like climbing a mountain. I like doing something my feet are on the floor, but I, in my head, I love surfing and I love all this stuff. <laughs> I don't, like, I don't even really like going in the seals. I will. Last time I was in Norfolk, I did actually get in the sea. My, my mum and my stepdad just was like, what is she doing? And I said, I'm going swimming by myself. <laughs> Come and get me if anything happens. Um, and take pictures from me from my Instagram. Um, but yeah, like I did this trip and it was like you were surfing, you were abseiling, you were climbing up this bloody cliff and all this crazy stuff that canoeing, I don't mind canoeing actually, but like abseiling for me, I remember literally being terrified, but I didn't want to look stupid. Yeah. So I did it. Um, and you know, and the worst is I needed a wee on the way down and then I had to climb back up the other side. I was like, I really need a wee. These days, I would just go and do a wild wee. Yeah. And I don't care who sees either. No. Like, I really don't. But I'd be a wild wee. Well, yeah. Yeah, I don't, like, I'm just, it just doesn't bother me. I'm a hiker, so mm. I'm always in a forest. And that's that was what lockdown did to me. I, because some of my friends also, after the first lockdown, I came home to London. Then we did it again. But some of my friends, she was like, I need to get out of the house. I can't, you know, let's mm. bubble. She doesn't live near me. But we'd like to try and meet up somewhere in the middle. So we'd go to Surrey. And we were doing like the Surrey Hills and we went to we went to Wales and we had a couple of days in Wales and we just we, I travelled the country way more than I have ever travelled in the UK in my life. Yeah. Like I've been to Wales, I've been to Wales before, but I I went to Scotland, I've never been to Scotland before. And lockdown really made me think, God, the UK has got some incredible places. It really has. So yeah. I'm always up for a hike. I always say this, I would come say, mm. I'll come home and we'll go and hike and then we keep getting locked down or something happens. Yeah, yeah, we haven't done it. Do you know what? Have you have you ever heard of the Scotland like Route 66? Yeah. One of my friends was up for doing it, but I'm like I was got all busy. We need to do it. Yeah. Because that sounds like it is amazing places, but we need to do it with plenty of time to stop and hike around different places. Yeah. It sounds I have a tent. Cool. Are you are you seriously suggesting camping? Yeah. Do you camp? Yes. Honestly, though. Yes. I did this movie a couple of years ago, <laughs> and it was on a it was filmed at a campsite. So we had to camp, so I actually went practice camping <laughs> beforehand to make sure I would live. Practice. <laughs> <laughs> and I lived, and I had a great time. And so then I had to live in the tent for ten days, and my dog came. I had her, and I actually I really enjoyed it. There was we did. 
the no, where we, other way we were filming, we did have like a proper kitchen. We had a farmhouse, but it was full of like, I had like nine cats and I had my dog who was smaller than the cat. I was like, oh God, my cat, dog's gonna get eaten. <laughs> I ended up catering for everybody, but I actually had a lovely time. And since then, me and my friends, we go camping because we met on that set. Yeah. So then we went to Jurassic Coast my birthday a couple of years ago in lockdown. We camped there. Yeah, I can camp. I actually, as long as it's a campsite where there are toilets, even if it's like a compost, even as, as long as toilets. Yeah. I don't. I'm like, I'm not showering because I feel dirtier when I get out. So I'm just baby wiping myself down. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not getting in the camp shower. No. But yeah, I I actually can do it. Oh well, I'm not gonna that. Yeah, I've got them. We need to do that because that sounds like amazing. Yeah, I don't bother washing actually when I camp. I just baby wipe. Yeah, like I'm clean. Yeah. But I feel like if you go to the camp site. Showers. By the yeah. time you come back, you feel muddy and you feel grotty and you've got grass stuck to you and you're like, yeah. probably some spiders. Oh god, there's definitely some spiders. Probably dead ones as well, stuck to oh. you somewhere. Yeah. Although we've wandered off vintage now. On to. Thanks for listening to us on Lingerie Lowdown, the podcast. Don't forget that we release a brand new episode every Wednesday for you all to enjoy. So if you love lingerie as much as we do, make sure to catch us same time, same place next week. Don't forget to visit the website lingerielowdown.com forward slash join and use our promo code podcast to get a 10% discount off your membership today. So if you love lingerie as much as we do, make sure to catch us same time, same place next week. In fact, it's not just lingerie we love to talk about and review. We cover it all from the world of intimates. From lingerie to hosiery, swimwear to sleepwear, kink and bondage, and we even review sex toys. All in the best possible taste, of course. With over 7,000 published reviews online, we're the number one review site, and we're publishing more every day. And don't forget to visit the website lingerielowdown.com forward slash join and use our promo code podcast to get a 10% discount off your membership today.